coming to America too. I've been waiting for this. I know. I'm actually just so amped. I can't believe I wasn't born when the first one came out. Dude, man. You're a little youth, man. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yo, I'm, ex- I'm excited for uh, next week Friday. I gotta prepare though. Oh, yeah. Before we get, um, yeah. <laughs> get yeah, those yeah. guys out. Yeah. Yeah, we got a final location. I'm just turning What have you been doing to keep your sanity this week? Uh, keep my sanity this week. Um, not a whole lot. I, I really been trying to clean up my basement a little bit more. Um, I really should be trying to get back into shape because with all the vaccines coming out, my buddies are like, Chris, remember all those things we we're supposed to do in 2020 that we had to postpone? We're doing them this year for sure. So we got a Spartan race in I think, October. It's 51k, dude. I have oh. not trained a lick. Okay, <laughs> I'm walking. Probably 99% of that race, guaranteed. Hey, where's the wedding ring? Where's your wedding ring? I, you know what? I put it on the other day. Um, I put it, it on because I was looking at the aura ring and I was like, let me just see if I would actually wear a ring again because I, I don't wear my ring at all. Yeah. I put it on and took it off. Man. Like, just because when I'm cooking and stuff like that, I, I, I don't like wearing jewelry. So I always find I'm always putting it on, taking it off, putting it on, taking it off. And pause. <laughs> so yeah no i i stopped uh i stopped wearing it i i have my ring i know exactly where it is um but i don't normally <laughs> wear it that's what no i say. i actually do i have it right in the drawer now exactly you know in its spot but i don't wear it i think there's just a point uh, where it's it's like after the honeymoon phase it's like why once you get the beer belly you get away, you get away with it that's evidence you know? enough i'm married i put exactly. on like 30 pounds so, (laughs) which I need to lose because I'm running 51k. I want to carry 30 pounds less. Did you watch the Raptors yesterday? I did it. Yeah, they they couldn't shoot. I mean, as a a whole team, they couldn't shoot. I think Lowry and um, Powell put up like, I don't know, 55 of the points or 60 of the points. Just the two of them. First day back, too, right? Yeah. So, and it's back to back. They play again tonight. I'm not sure what the roster is going to look like. Like baseball, they go to like one town, play like three, four games, and then go away. I don't like that. Yeah, next year should be better. We'll see. You know, there's shots and stuff coming out. You signed up, or we don't have it. We, we we can't get signed up yet, right? So, no, no, I, I signed up my dad today, uh, last minute. Which is on 680 News. I saw that there was two thousand shots available in New York region, so I, I logged in, um, got in, gave them a call. Hey, you in? They're like, we're trying to get in. We can't get in, but he's probably trying on his phone, so he can't read it anyways. Mm-hmm. So I was like, give me all your information, log them all in, and yeah, I got to take him in like two hours from now to go get a shot. Nice. You know, at our age, I'm not too worried, but yeah, for my really parents' worried. age, where they're at, you know, seniors, want them to get vaccinated ASAP. It's it's very important for the seniors to get vaccinated, um, or anybody that's what's that you word know, compromised i don't yeah, know yeah. Not, not the healthiest people yeah. that aren't planning on running 51k <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't walk 51k if you gave me a year <laughs> i'm fine let's do the wheelchair push me in the wheelchair <laughs> you'll find this funny because uh you know the the person i'm talking about uh Reckley, it was his birthday in this was like 2019 it was the same day i did the tough mutter so I did Tough Mudder, uh, 10K during the day, got home, mm-hmm. showered, changed, 
and then went out for his birthday. And yeah, I was very dehydrated to start the night off with. And it, it didn't end up so pretty later on. But oh, that was Reckley's birthday. Drinks were flowing. It was Reckley's birthday, man. <laughs> Reckley's birthday, you got wrecked. I got wrecked at Reckley's birthday. There, there's <laughs> probably some very compromising photos of me. Somewhere. I was going to say if there's footage. <laughs> jokes, man, jokes. But yes, such you know, a small was... world. Cert- certain days just kind of stand out in my mind. That That's one of them. It was like yeah. the most ridiculous day. It's like, okay, I'm going to go destroy my body physically and then destroy my body emotionally. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, it probably took like a third of the normal drinks for you to get like, white girl wasted. You know what I mean? so. Oh, dude, it was, yeah, we ended up at a karaoke bar. <laughs> what songs did you kill? Oh, we started doing some um, Bob Marley stuff at the end. Uh, <laughs> it, it was one of those songs, like, have you ever, I'm assuming you've gone to karaoke. I don't want to be, like, racist here and say, yeah, of course, of course <laughs> never been to karaoke. Yeah, I'm assuming you've at least tried it at least once. Of course. <laughs> it's about song selection, okay? The, yeah. the catalog, it was, let's just say it wasn't very Western friendly. The um, song selection. So, uh, I mean, it was like, you know, the Reckless. Spice Girls or, oh, yeah, oh. Um, Reckless an Island Boy, too. So, come on, yeah. what can we find? <laughs> like, all, all the songs were in Mandarin or Cantonese, maybe some Korean. And the English song was like one page. Okay, here here's the list. <laughs> the, the top 40s. Yeah, top 40s. Usually, usually they offer the top 40. Yeah, but sometimes it's just obscure. It's just so obscure the list that you get, right? It's just like if you go to a Chinese restaurant and, and like you have, like, they look at us, they hand me the Chinese menu, which I can't read. So I ask for the English menu and it comes back as like a one pager, right? Maybe like 10 items. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure there's 300 items on this menu. How come you only offer me 10? <laughs> show, me, show me the pictures on the Chinese, the Chinese menu. I'm fine with that. I'll select. Yeah. No pork, no pork. <laughs> Uh, is it racist to go to a Chinese restaurant and then ask um, a Chinese person or somebody that, you know, that looks to Asian? You? Yeah. Hell no. I do it all the time. I got yeah, friends that you? are like mainlanders. Like they speak perfect Mandarin. Go to dim sum. They order the best stuff. Like I, I know roughly what it is, but I can't pronounce the words properly. I can try and butcher it. Or I can have my friend who actually speaks Mandarin or Cantonese just, you know, have at her. <laughs> Order everything. No mess-ups. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking, sure. of, speaking of friends, though, can't wait for next week. Next week's it's a treat. Next, next week, week is, will be fun. Dude, next week's going to be like Reckley's birthday all over again. <laughs> <laughs> except, I'm not, except I'm not going to run first. <laughs> I have to Uber back. <laughs> The world is so different. I mean, you've, you've seen the change. I mean, we're talking about coming to America. You never, you weren't even born when the movie came out. I remember it being in the movie theaters. Toonie Tuesday. Actually, it wasn't even Toonie. It was $2 Tuesdays back then. Toonies weren't even made. <laughs> my dad my dad put me on early, thankfully. We watched uh, Coming to America, like, at least once a month in the house. Oh, Amazon so. Prime for free, man. No, I'm pretty sure that you have to pay for it, no? No, it says it's free. 
sign me up then. Shit. It is free, man. We, me and my buddies from university, we've been texting all the GIFs and <laughs> memes from <laughs> Coming to America, the original, back and forth, like every day as a countdown. I'm trying not to watch the trailers because the trailers always give too much away. I like the su- I like the surprise when you you know. That's always watch disappointing, eh? When the trailer's better than the movie. Yeah, that's why I try not to watch trailers. I watch like the first maybe thirty seconds of a trailer to see like who the main star is, what the basic idea is, and then I, that's it. Like I don't. I see but knows like whenever we're watching trailers and stuff, she's the same way now. The first twenty seconds, and then it's like oh. All right, let's watch it. Or if we, you know, need to be sold on it, we'll watch more of the trailer and then just cut it off. You know what I used to do to my daughters when they were younger? This is going to yeah. be fathering 101. They would say, oh, let's go to the movies. So I would play the trailers. <laughs> on the TV. Like, look, you just watched the movie. Look, you saw three movies. We don't have to go anywhere. You want popcorn? It worked for a little while. My little one is like obsessed with Disney Plus right now. My goodness. Oh. Aladdin is her go-to. Freaking Arabian Nights walking around the house. Yeah, Disney Plus Arabian. isn't bad. I like, you know, the Marvel stuff in there, the yeah. Star Wars stuff in there. But yes, my daughter is all about, you know, I think she's trying to find Sophia the First. I'm not sure if it's still on there or not. Um, but yeah, all these streaming services, you know what? If I start adding up all the money we're spending on the streaming services, I'm pretty sure I could just get like the top cable package right now. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But you can't get like on demand. Well, you can get on demand, but it's nothing like these streaming services, obviously. Yeah. Like I have a fire stick, so I can bootleg stuff at the same time. Like it's like bootleg or not bootleg, depending on what it is. If it's like, for example, if coming to my record was like 20 bucks, I would have paid it and watched it. Um, but if it's just like, um, I don't want to trash any other movies that have recently bootlegged, but bootleg movies here and there. Well, that's just kind of like how you would look at, do I watch it in the theater or do I watch it at home? Right. So like anything where, you know, the visuals are going to be amazing. The sound's going to be great. Like high action. Like I'm definitely going to go watch it in the theater. You're a Marvel guy. I just can't believe we just skipped over that. I can't do Marvel. I can't watch Marvel. Janet is the Marvel person. I I watch whatever comes in front of me, but I, I don't go out of my way. <laughs> like Avengers Endgame, I think was one of the last movies we saw in the theaters or Age of Ult. I can't, I don't even know which one it was. All I can tell you is I slept in the VIP. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like Thank a three you. hour movie. I was like, hey, you want VIP? Yeah, yeah, let's pay for VIP. Out, first 15 minutes. I woke up near the end, no idea what happened. I'm the same way, but like, Asiba like pushes me and she's like, yo, stop snoring. <laughs> but honestly, like that's, that's our date night. Maybe once or twice a year, we would go out to the movies, do the VIP thing. And the last one I stayed awake for was Bad Boys. I saw the last Bad Boys movie in the theater. Uh, that was good. But I think before that, the other one I saw was that Marvel's movie. And... Yeah, man. I, I never, I never got to experience that. But I mean, I used to do, I used to movie hop. I mean, we used to go on like a Saturday, pay for one movie, and then just sneak into the other theaters. Yeah, just time it out to like we go on the websites first, see what time, like how long the movie is, when the next movie's coming on. See, here, here's that generation gap because you would go to the websites, 
we would go to the paper box, buy a paper, pull out the entertainment section for the movie times and the listings. What's a paper box? Exactly. You'd pay like, I don't know, 25 or 50 cents, go get the Toronto Star or the, or the Sunday Sun. And like you would, you know, take out a newspaper, a actual newspaper. And What's a newspaper? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it was like the honor system because when you open it up, there's just a stack of newspapers. So you pay 50 cents and, you know, you grab three of them and hand everyone a copy. Let's search for movie times. Checking the website. What's that? You're probably checking it on your phone too. We, we had to have a newspaper. I was in the pay-per-use era. That was oh, like pay-to-go go era. Burner phones. Yeah, that's what, that was me. That's when we, like early 2000s, no, mid-2000s, I'd say. Yeah. That's how we started. Huh? Oh, question for you. How did you like, okay. Let's say you had a girlfriend in high school. You never had a girlfriend in high school, obviously. I'm just saying hypothetically, because Janet's the only one you ever, ever loved. And that, that's right. Et cetera. Um, but let's say you did. How would you would you call her home phone and like ask to speak to her? Like, how what was that? What was it like? That, that was the only phone, the home phone. So you like, that'd be a fear. It's like, imagine calling. It's like, hey, I'm looking to speak to Samantha. Is Samantha there? It's like, um, who is this? <laughs> what do you want to talk to my daughter about? Um, what do you do in this scenario? Yeah. As a father, I as heard a, guys a, hanging up, fathers hanging up on the guy. Like, can I speak to this girl? Nope. Click. Damn. I know. How old, uh, how old do the girls got to be to get a phone now? Oh, gosh, they already got phones, but we don't have them connected. Okay. I'm going to say, I don't know, maybe 13, 12. I don't know. I don't know when I'll turn it on. Mm-hmm. Right right now, I don't see the need for it because as long as they have Wi-Fi, they're yeah. reachable. Yep. So once they start, you know, maybe in high school, I'll get them a phone so they can always call. But if the school has Wi-Fi, yeah, they may not need it. Yeah. I'm so, like, stumped by that. Right now, my little one runs me. Not just me. Runs us, Like I should say. So I have no idea. I got to like, I don't know. It's so tough. Like back in the day, you can like, you know, hit your kid. And you can't. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, like shit. How am I supposed to do? What kind of immigrant family are you, man? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. No, these kids run me. These kids run me. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy. Well, I already have my daughter's phones there and their, their laptops and all that because of the online learning. Yeah. I have it all scheduled. So eight o'clock, they lose internet connection. The Wi-Fi goes, goes up just for them. Their devices all turn off. Like they can do you, still do, do schoolwork and all that. How do you do that? Like I said, like uh, in your... Well, I do it from the router. I just register their device and I, I give them a, a set schedule. You can use it to block websites and all that as well. Nice. But yeah, basically all I do is just have it shut off. I'm gonna have to look into that in a couple of years. Yeah, no man, it's uh, it's a different world. So I, I don't want to say completely different. N- world. No phones because that's we have so many phones lying around. Brother, there's a potato out there now. It just a genderless potato. Yeah, yeah. Just, just transitioned. Is he genderless or did he transition? I don't know, man. I don't. I, I think part of it's. It might be a brilliant marketing strategy because now they only have to make one doll. <laughs> well, before they were, they had he was he was um, 
No, yeah, you're right. He's gender neutral. I get where they're going. It's like that social, you know, social responsibility. Yep. Uh, does everyone have to do it? I don't know. I mean, does Colonel Saunders have to stop being Colonel? Does he just have to be Saunders? I don't know. KFC? No, he's not Mr. PFK Potato. If you're Montre- in Montreal. He's potato, he's potato head. Uh, but the, what was tricky was that he had a wife. So I thought, like, initially I thought that he was um, transitioned to a female. And it was kind of like the Caitlyn Jenner thing. <laughs> but now he's gender neutral, which makes sense, right? Potatoes, he don't have a gender, right? It makes sense. Yeah. Not that I've ever noticed the gender on a potato, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to read a couple books on how to explain it to my daughters if they ever ask in the future. That's 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 the PC answer. Um, it doesn't hurt nobody, so I don't, it doesn't. You know what I mean? I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, it is definitely clout chasing, and it's for sure a marketing scheme to kind of um, re, you know, rebrand themselves and, and make more money. Clearly, um, but I don't know if their their sales have increased from it. I'm looking it up right now, and I can't find anything except for Potato Head drops, Mister. What are, What are your thoughts? Definitely, I think it's more market marketing related than anything else. What does it really mean in terms of you know the culture where we're going towards? Um, that that's a deeper conversation for sure, right? Like, how many genders are there? Well, I guess technically there's two but sexual orientations there's multiple yep. right i mean that's that's my scientific answer i mean you have a y chromosome technically you're a male uh but you know in terms of sexual orientation and preferences and all that that's completely different that is completely different um so yeah i mean everyone has a right to be loved if they're happy in their own skin or how, however they're set up then i'm happy for them it doesn't affect me in their own skin i get it pun intended <laughs> however you want to represent yourself how's that 100 percent. the one thing i don't like about today's culture too is the whole cancel culture uh you aware of that like the whole oh we have to cancel uh, m&m today oh we have to cancel uh, i don't get that i i don't i understand it to an extent right it, like do you remember um dave Chappelle? i'm gonna bring up dave Chappelle here because you're yep. gonna laugh at this Yep. It's like the whole Michael Jackson thing with Dave Chappelle. It's a, yeah, you got to let a little bit of that slide. Like his, his music was just way too good. <laughs> you can't cancel that. Right? Uh, like R. Kelly canceled his ass. 100%. Yeah. 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 Like cancel. Like, like um, Eminem. Come on. Like you can't, can't cancel Eminem. Like for, come on. Like he, he said it 20 years ago. And it's not like he. This is what I don't get. It's like people bring up stuff from so long ago. If it was so important then, why don't you bring it up then? It's Gen Z, man. It's Gen Z. It's oh, I'm I'm gonna take, save this photograph for one day when you're famous, and I'm yep. gonna ruin your career. You know, my feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt. Who cares? Yeah. You hurt my feel. Move on, man. Go do something. Like go. Come on. Pick it- up a. You leave, you leave it on the ice. You leave it on the court. You don't carry yeah. it with you. <laughs> turn off your turn off your phone if it bugs you so much, man. Like, like he, nobody's picking on you. 
like exactly. this online bullying, this online bullying thing. Goodness, I I know it's gonna be different because I come from the a different generation, but this whole online bullying thing is is, is just the mess. You think about it. it's like oh they're they're saying mean things to you online. Please, well, there's something <laughs> called offline, right? So go offline, <laughs> like uh, in person. Like yeah, I get it. You're being picked on physically, emotionally, whatever the case. Hundred percent. Like, maybe I don't get it fully, and I understand some of it but part of it is just like you know grow up <laughs> like yeah grow some skin like, uh, grow who some cares skin and just like there's this um i saw this joke online i don't think it's a joke i think it's real but this is t- the today's world like where do we draw the line this person uh, a lady boss was telling um her employee who's a guy like to man up and he's now suing her it's like we're where do we draw the line? <laughs> like, yeah. where, when are we gonna when are we gonna stop this? Or is it always gonna, like? Can you not say anything? You're gonna go to work and then like keep your mouth shut forever and just do your work. That's what they want. I feel like that's what they want. Or they're like, oh no, just don't say anything that's offensive. This don't is say- like uh, George Orwell's 1984. Oh, we've eliminated these many words from the dictionary. Right? You can't. These words no longer exist. It's an unword now. Like. <laughs> what and it, you know what it kind of is true now like you can't say that I'm like you can't say that <laughs> the words are coming out of my mouth <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> but yeah no the whole cancel culture and all this other stuff some of it i get but overall i'm just like really and like i said if you keep bringing up old stuff <laughs> No, nope. like why you keep bringing old shit for man? Come on, <laughs> where do where do we draw the line? Like how many how many how far back in tweets are we gonna have to look? You go to every German. Oh, remember the time you saw that war? Like <laughs> people just can't get along when you stick them together, yeah. right? There's always gonna be somebody who doesn't like somebody, even like in a group of friends. It's like, oh, who you invite to your party? That okay, I'm not going anymore. I'm not going <laughs> anymore. Uh, that that's. Uh... Did you ever used to do that? No. I was never that person. No, no. I have like throw a party and then in, intentionally invite two people or three people you know that don't like each other for the entertainment. Unless, unless, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never done that. I've actually never thrown a party. Never thrown a soiree of any sort. A baby, shower. baby shower, that's it. N- you never threw a party? Did, did you stay home for school or did you go away like... You stayed home, though, I went, you? I went to parties, but... No, oh, yeah, for school, like, um... No, yeah, I went away. They're not, like, away, away. Well, like, I went to Toronto. Like, Did you live downtown, though, and all that? Did you uh, have your own place? I live with my grandma. She was back home six months of the year, so I had a place half the time. Okay. But even then, I still never... Like, I just like my personal space. I like my... I don't know, like, people in my home, like... Oh. drinking recklessness even as a kid i was like nah not my stuff my third year of university we lived in this house on um it's on talbot street talbot in oxford if you know london seven guys one house no keys i mean i never had a key to this house our doors were always open we're walking distance to basically all the bars you would literally wake up in the morning and find people like friends of friends and stuff like that that decided it was too far to go home and they would crash at our place on a sofa. (laughs) 
some of my greatest friends to this day. It's like you walk in and it's like, who are you? You know, I'm dead. Who are you? I'm Chris. I live here. <laughs> I've experienced that, but I, I I didn't last long. It was maybe like uh, stay there for like a week, not even under a week. And then it got to the point where I was like, no, like I'm, I'm out. <laughs> no, it was the same thing. No key. You knock on the door if they ever locked it. Which never locked the locked. door. The door was always open. We're like, who's going to rob a house with seven guys? People, people, are always, people are always drinking. There's always drugs going around. There's always like something crazy. It's like, oh goodness. man, we threw a hot tub party a couple times, but the first hot tub party we threw, I'll never forget. The next morning, we woke up and somebody's car was on our lawn. We're like, whose car is this? <laughs> and the car was there for like two days. It's like straight out of a movie. And then finally, one guy shows up. He was like an alum. So like a, a graduate of Western who was invited from a friend of a friend. I'm like, that was your car? He's, at least he was being responsible. He's like, yeah, there's no way I was driving home. But two days later, really? That next day, you're still hungover. And it's like, yeah, no. So when was the big party night for you guys? Um, like, what was the night you go out? Friday. So Friday. And we would, we would start early, too. Like, we would um, probably midway through the last class, uh, we would take our, perf- uh, our um, I don't know how much I can <laughs> expose myself. Uh, we would take our preferred, yeah, facts. Uh, we would take our preferred uh, uh, substances halfway through the class. And then um, it was just a shit show from there, really. It was like, where, where do we go? Who knows? Somebody's on campus right here. Uh, let's go to their place and keep it going. And then next thing you know, it's 4 a.m. and you're trying to get home. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how, how we survived those days. Like, oh, for me, like... Thursday nights was always the big night to go out. But what about Friday? Or would you not schedule class on Friday? No, you still go to class on Friday. You're a trooper. Right? So, yeah, we used to go, like, literally, I used to go Thursday. Thursday was pretty much a guarantee. We'd go to, like, the Seeps or something like that. That's just, like, the standard place you go to in London. Then Friday and Saturday, we'd also go out. Um, Sunday, we would, if we were to go out, we would keep it, like, just on campus. Um, I think Sunday was, like, retro night. And then Monday was um, Rick McGee. So that's just, like, a local place. Western was like a party school. It is. Yeah. I was at Ryerson, so we couldn't like... It was downtown. It was crackheads all over the place. But I mean, by going out though, we weren't we weren't going out and like partying hard every night. Like on a Monday night, it was just like a chill. Like uh, like Rick McGee, he's a... What do you call it? Um, he's like a sing-along guy. Like he, pl- he plays like, you know, a lot of old songs, a lot of rock stuff. And it's just you go hang out at the bar. It's when I would yeah. hang out with my more whiter friends i guess <laughs> the more <laughs> listening to you know acdc and stuff like that you know you don't i don't have, own an acdc tape come on <laughs> i know a couple songs now because of that but how often how often would you switch between a group of friends like um in culture wise oh co- like for like for me i had both like as you mentioned i had the white group of friends and then i had the black group of friends oh and I, I, had I have multiple groups of friends right now uh still to this day i, I have multiple groups of friends um but i would say like i would have my western friends to put it that way mm-hmm. then I, I would have my 
friends from Markham and, you know, Scarborough. Then I would also have like, you know, friends from work and then, you know, friends from like the cheerleading stuff and all that. So, I mean, those those groups are all kind of mixed up, right? So, I mean, my Scarborough Markham crew, you know, it's more like West Indians and Asians. And then my Western crew, um, you know, fewer West Indians and Asians and a lot more, you know, North Americans, people from Nova Scotia, you know, (laughs) like... People from Barrie, Penetanguishing, like places I never knew existed. South Porcupine, <laughs> buddy from there. South Porcupine is that actually a real place? That's a real place. It's south of Timmins. Wow, I I, I, I never time. learned that till um, you know they used to say they're from Timmins, and I'm like, you're not from Timmins, you're from South Porcupine. He goes, I know, but nobody knows where South Porcupine is. <laughs> so you say Timmins. <laughs> It was, it was always funny, like, teeter-tottering between um, the group of friends. It's like, uh, you know, uh, you get invited to both places, and you're, like, weighing out your options. You're like, ah, you know, which one's going to be more fun? I was with you guys last week. It was, it was good. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's different. It was fun. One it's... group I'm wearing holster. The next group I'm wearing, you know, <laughs> basketball jersey. <laughs> Finest the Tommy Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's so true. It's so true. But you know what? I I never really changed how I dressed around different friends. I'm like, you know what? I am what I am. It's like I either yeah. dress up or I dress down. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I mean. That was my hollister was my dress up back in the day. Actually, I used to work there. Unfortunately. Also, uh, so I got this. The, yeah, fifty percent, right? And then um, I was like, yeah, it got some good prices on that stuff. And then my boys would come through and help them up too. So nice. There was a long time in like my life, I would say high school. Uh, yeah. High school, even through university, like high school, I wore a uniform, right? Mm-hmm. Catholic school. So wore a shirt and tie every day, dress pants. And even throughout most of my uh, career in university, I never owned a pair of jeans until like maybe my last year. I used to always wear khakis. Khakis were the thing. I don't know why. Yeah. Right. Khakis Question and running shoes. I don't know why. Doesn't really match. Running running shoes are very comfy, and I'm the same way uh, with the khakis and running shoes nowadays. It's like uh, I, that's how I am now. Do your do your girls go to Catholic school or no? Uh, they do. Oh, nice. They do. We're not very good at being Catholic, but yeah, they do. That's right, fine. Yeah, it's just Did you Janet know, to, it's Janet go to Catholic school too. No, Janet's the closest thing Janet is for religion is Buddhist. Right. So how does she how does she feel about uh, the Catholic school? She's okay with it as long as I explain the whole religion thing to them. Gotcha. She's like, it's a religious question. I can't answer that, Chris. We'll ask your daddy. <laughs> Something about Jesus again. <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. <laughs> I'm dead. That's jokes. But yeah, it, it's my my family's all Catholic. Um, you know, just like most people from the West Indies, most of them are Catholic. Um, yeah. I think it's important for them to have some form of a religion, whether or not they believe it completely. That's another story, but I want them to at it's least understand it. Values. Yeah. Principles, values, and it just helps you to understand other people. Right. Yep. So I, you know, I didn't realize how naive I was until I went to university and one of my roommates in that house on Talbot there, I'm like, Eric, Merry Christmas. And he's like, happy Hanukkah. I'm like, no, I said, Merry Christmas. He goes, dude, I'm Jewish. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like my first Jewish friend I ever had. 
Nothing wrong with Jewish. But yeah, no, that's what opened up my eyes to other religions. Uh, you know, friends that are Muslim, things like that. It's oh, at the end school. of the day, it's all the same, man. Yeah. As long as you treat each other oh, with respect. 100%. Yeah, I went to public school, and we had a Catholic school across the street from us, and <clears throat> there was a lot of people that weren't even Catholic that still went to Catholic school. Um, which is why I was asking why Janet was like, how how does she feel about the whole thing? Because uh, I know a lot of people are fine with it. Um, one thing I didn't like is the, the whole... What the, the, what about the uniform? Yeah, I don't like that stuff. Man kilts? I don't know if they make more shirts anymore. Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever look back at people, like uh, creep people on Facebook from high school? Absolutely, all the time. Yeah. It's amazing how some people don't change and some people <laughs> are completely different. Like completely, yeah. completely different, right? How would people how would people describe you and your uh, come up? I guess since high school. Oh, they look at me and they're like, "You look exactly the same." I'm like, "I know, I still look like a." I'm like, "Well, I don't get ID'd as much anymore. I used to get ID'd for even lottery, up until maybe, I don't know, ten years ago, right? That when would make me like thirty three. <laughs> I'm still getting ID'd for lottery. <laughs> to buy a lottery, you gotta be eighteen, man. It's not even like drinking." Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been blessed with a little bit of a baby face. I, I do have a lot of gray hair now coming in. I think that helps with me not getting ID'd as much. Yeah. All right. But yeah, in terms of a, a lot of my friends, I mean, some of them have, well, I'm sure you see it too. Like a lot, a lot of people have probably become a lot more responsible, um, or have, you know, some very successful careers. Some people that you thought would have successful careers never did. Um, but the funny part always I find is I remember these guys back when we used to all party together. And like, now you're like the CEO of some company. I'm like, come on, man. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always a cool like perspective. Cause I was, I was now I, same thing. I look at that and I have these people from my high school have like crazy successful businesses. And I'm looking at them like, man. You flunked that test with me that day. Like we, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some of this stuff. Like we skipped gym together. First time we got kicked out of the bar. Yeah. Remember <laughs> we got suspended for. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what? Look, that's that's the cool thing. I think uh, with university, I, I don't think that I really learned. Definitely, I learned a few things, but I think the one thing I took away from that was just the relationships mm-hmm. that you you got with people that you normally wouldn't get. And you don't have to go to university to get that. You just have to be able to throw yourself into a situation where you're going to be forced to meet other people and forced yeah. to hang out together, right? Some people are going to succeed. Some people, you know, aren't going to succeed in the same way. But if you have that bond with people and you understand people, you can always help each other out, look out for each other, things like that. And I think that's really the trick to get through life is just having a good network of friends yep. and people you can call and count on. Um you and I didn't go to school together, obviously, right? Unless I really flunked a lot. <laughs> but we've known each other now for a couple of years. We have a pretty good relationship, I think. We're doing this all together. Yeah. And yeah, it's just you've grown as part of my network. You've met many of my friends. Yeah. Right? And then it, it just grows. You know, when you're in your 20s, you don't see that because your friends are like in their 20s as well. Yep. But when you get to like your 30s and so on, now you have friends that are probably in their 20s and friends that are in their 40s and some of them probably pushing 50s. 
right? And yeah, yeah. It, it just broadens because you work with other people, you meet other people, right? So I look at it, I look at it as a wake up call too. I do um, actually reach out to a lot of people randomly, even and just check in on people. It's one like very important to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Even like yesterday, I was just calling up a few buddies I haven't spoken to in a while. I'm <laughs> just sending people <laughs> the, the coming to America stuff. <laughs> yeah, remember we used to watch this in university? Tomorrow it's always great. Yeah, it's always great because you can pick up where you left off too with them. It's it's uh, like I have friends from high school that I probably haven't had a longer than five minute conversation with, but every time we talk, it's like we were speaking two days ago. Yeah, and you you get that as you grow older and you get busier once you're married with kids or you're running your business you're you're busy you're busy right and it's hard to make time to to always hang out with you know people so it's you know you grow apart a little bit but at the same time you have so much history together so during the pandemic uh in the summertime you know when restaurants are open and things like that yeah uh we went downtown I forget why we said, let's just go out for a nice dinner. So uh, we went down to Lee's and then Janet's like, oh, there's this place that we want to go for ice cream. So I'm like, okay, whatever. We start walking and literally on the street, I'm, I'm walking down the street and I see a girl that I went to university with that I haven't seen since we graduated. So that's got to be 20 years now. So I literally call out to her across the street and she's there with her family and she's like, Oh my God, is that Chris? And she comes running over. I'm like, you know, how ironic is this? I haven't yeah. seen you in 20 years. There's a pandemic. I can't even give you a hug or a high five right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just the most random meeting. Like we would have each other on Facebook and whatnot. And we, we always knew that, you know, they were downtown and, you know, I was uptown, but I'm like, it's amazing how you never cross paths with certain people, even though you yeah. kind of have like the same group of friends and things like that. And yeah, just one day we just cross paths completely randomly. <laughs> small world, man. It's like so small. Of all the days for us to run into each other is in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> so crazy how small this world is. It is. It is, man. 